Hey, everybody. Welcome to Cigars and Syndication, where we are passionate about real estate and, and very passionate about cigars. Uh, today, we're going to be smoking a, a feral. It's a Drew Estates, uh, part of the Liga Pravada line. What do you think about that so far, Jay? You know, this is a... So I've had the other feral, which is a, a smaller, thinner one. Uh, I love the feral cigar. Drew Estate does a great job with that. This is the first time I'm having this one, which is a very big ring gauge. Uh, like, you know, when you, when you, when you see those pictures of, of, uh, the gangster smoking the stogies, this is the stogie, you know? That's exactly what I think too. I, I actually, I like, uh, I like the big ring gauge and it has a good draw. It's actually a five and three eighths long and a 60 ring gauge. Um, Connecticut wrapper with Brazilian binder and Nicaraguan filler. Um, really, really smooth draw. Uh, some of the flavors that I'm getting are, are a little bit of leather and, and a little coffee. So I got, uh, I got a little bit of pepper. It's smoothing me out now. So the pepper is kind of starting to go away. Uh, but I did get a little bit of coffee, a little bit of leather. I got a lot of pepper as soon as I lit it. And po- possibly because of I had something sweet for lunch. Uh, and that'll change the taste profile. Today on the podcast, we're going we're gonna to talk about five habits uh, for success. And uh, Jay, what do you think? Um, what do you think the most successful people? Uh, what do you think their habits are? So you know, um, you know, this is one of those things that, as I was um, getting into real estate, uh, getting out of college, or even when I was in college, I would always think about, you know, how do successful people become successful? Um, and I read a lot of books. You know, I've read Buffett. I've read Elon Musk. I've read you know, uh, the House of Morgan, a lot of books on history, uh, historical books on people who have been successful. And uh, I came up with a a few of my own. Uh, And I think the way I approached it was, uh, you know, like a cone, right? So we're going to go from here to there, right? So everybody wants to know, what are the habits? And, 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 you know, if you Google it, a lot of different habits come up from a lot of different people. But an overall theme of, of a lot of the people that I've studied and uh, from my own life, um, I found out that there are five main habits. And of course, you know, you can expand on them, you can contract them, you can do whatever you want with them. But I found five main habits that work really well for me. And they've been kind of a consistent theme for people who have been successful. Yeah, Jay and I were talking a little earlier about this. And, and you know, his perspective on it is is projecting you know, yourself, uh, 10 years from now, where, where do you want to be? And then go backwards to where you are today. And I I think that's a good approach to try to, to gauge where you are today and, and where you want to be. And then, and then how these disciplines impact you to, and, and to, to get your goals. Yeah. So the five habits that, that I put together, um, uh, and then we've been discussing are not like, Oh, number five, number four. And then here's the number one habit. It's not like that. The five habits are basically uh, a, a, a wide to a focused approach, right? So basically, you know, I like to always, whenever I get into any kind of a uh, business situation, and I've done many, many different businesses throughout the years, uh, in addition to real estate, is go big or go home, right? So when you're thinking about doing something, think of it 10 years from now. How big do you need for it to be? Uh, how much money 
do you want to be able to have at that point? So if you say, you know what, I need $100,000 a year for expenses and I want five years worth of savings uh, in my account so I don't have to worry about that and I'm going to get that within the next five years, okay? Fine, that is a big uh, target. So now what I like to do and what I've seen a lot of other people do is work backwards from there, right? So here's where I want to be five years or 10 years from now, make it a big target and then work backwards. Yeah. And everybody's target is going to be different because, uh, because you're going to have 25 year olds that want to project themselves 10 years from now. And you're going to have 50 year olds that going to project where they want to be 10 years from now. And, and coming from all different economic backgrounds, um, everybody's, uh, everybody's goals are, are just a little bit different. And I think, uh, you know, keeping focused and being very disciplined in, in your approach is, is key. Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to give a shout out to Hunter Thompson from Raise Masters because there was something that I learned from him, which I always knew intuitively, but until somebody says it to you, you don't really understand it, which is don't just set a goal, make it public. Tell your spouse about it. Tell your girlfriend about it. Tell your parents about it. And the reason you make it public is because it keeps you accountable. I think accountability is key, and and it's it's just something that drives a lot of people. And and you know one of the things that he said, which I really learned, uh, you know, if, if there's one thing that I learned from Ray's Masters and Hunter Thompson, this is it: is that uh, make your make yourself accountable. So when you keep your your big goal, your big dream to yourself, well, if you don't meet it, if you you know if if things happen and you change it. Nobody knows any better. But when you tell other people and you make it public, you make yourself accountable because people are going to ask you, you know, and it doesn't have to be, hey, you know what, I'm going to put it up on, you know, I'm going to put it up on Instagram, but you could tell your family and, you know, the next time your mom sees you at Thanksgiving, she's going to be like, so how are you coming along with that, uh, you know, $10 million number that you were trying to hit in 10 years? I think the most important part is just starting. It's so easy to get complacent. It's so easy to to have these visions of grandeur and what it's going to be like in 10 years and do nothing. And then that 10 years gets further and further away from you. It's out of grasp. So get up, get started, set your goals and start enjoying some little victories along the way, because there are markers along the way that that you can prove up, you know, that you're on track. And and those are victories that that you should enjoy. And you don't need uh, you don't need anything else or anybody else's input in order for you to set your goal and then write it down, right? And writing it down, I feel is very important. Now, you know, I have uh, college kids who love to just put things into their phone and uh, there's something to be said, and, and I know it's scientifically proven about actually writing it down pen and paper because of the way your brain absorbs what you've written down and how you commit to it. And, Going big or go home. I, I, I love it. And I think that, um, I think it's got to be challenging. I think it's got to be just maybe a little more than you think you can do. And it helps you stay motivated. And if you remember at the beginning of this year, we had our uh, company meeting and I announced to everybody, this is our goal. This is our goal for one year. This is our goal for five years. And I don't want to announce it here, but I did announce to everybody within the company that this is what, this is the target we want to meet. Now I, 
as as the head of the company, I am accountable for that, and I'm going to keep myself accountable for that. Now, if things happen along the way, we pivot, we we change directions, we do something else, but you're still accountable for that number. When you, when you talk about accountability and, and you talk about you know writing things down, uh, you obviously you start bringing in peers. And and I think one of the things you had talked about earlier uh, before we started the podcast was networking and how important that is uh, in in setting your goals. Right, and that is your second habit of 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 success. Once you've written your goals down, once you've figured out your your path and your plan, now you start networking. And the reason the networking is important is because your mentors and your peers will help you focus. They'll help you go from this big goal and they'll start narrowing it into how do you get there, right? So we're still saying the goal is still big, but now you could have set a goal of, I want to buy single family homes. And you talk to your networking group and they're coming back saying, hey, you know what? Market's not there for single family homes right now. So at that point, you start pivoting and you say, okay, if it's not single family, what about multifamily? What about self-storage? What about RV parks? You know, what about the stock market? Whatever, whatever you want to get into, uh, the, your network group will help you focus on, on that asset class. Yeah, I think peers can be so uh, helpful from the standpoint of just bouncing ideas off, sharing ideas, uh, sharing successes, sharing failures. I think that the, the the whole peer group and networking is so important, and and you can you can go to an event and walk away and and be oh I met fifty people today and and didn't really feel like I connected with any of them, but honestly, it only takes one of those one of those contacts at that networking event to make it worthwhile. So so reach out, network, you know, get out of your comfort zone, talk to these people, and and and. And get your whole peer group and 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 just start networking and go beyond uh, your comfort zone. Yeah, so you know people can uh, attend meetup groups, attend seminars, start with attending webinars. If you if you can't go and attend uh, live events, um, but there are meetup groups, there are paid groups, there are free groups. You know you can start with the free ones. I I started with some of the free groups and then I moved into some of the paid groups because at the paid level you get a lot more than what you get for free. Obviously, you know everybody wants to try and make some money, but the other thing that um, everyone should have is what's called a board of directors. Your personal board of directors and your personal board of directors are three or four people who will guide you in different aspects of your life. So. You know, you have somebody who is uh, helping you with your business plan, somebody who's guiding you with your health. That's another thing that's very important with uh, with the uh, 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 with successful people, right? You have to stay healthy. So somebody's guiding you, you know, with your health and fitness. Someone's guiding you with your mental health. Um, someone's guiding you with your financial health. So you'll need that four or five people board of directors, and I suggest everybody find four or five people who you trust, who are good at what they do, and you say, hey, you know what? I'd like to be able to, you know, you don't have to tell them they're your board of directors. You know they're your board of directors, but I'd like to be able to bounce some ideas off of you from time to time. Would that be okay? 
Yeah, and I, I think I think just as important too is is learning how to filter through your contacts and your networking. Uh, you're going to get some contacts that, you know, they're going to drain you. They're not going to bring anything any value to you. Um, and you got to learn how to how to separate from those guys and 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 key in and focus on the contacts that are going to bring value to your career. And you know what? Inevitably, when you start off in any kind of a pursuit, um, whether you know you you start off in in stock market or multifamily or single family, uh, the first people you I have, and I'll tell you from my own experience, the first contacts, the first people I have met are always just there to waste your time. For whatever reason, I don't know why. Maybe it's just me. Maybe, you know, I attract time wasters. I don't know. But if you keep at it, um, I like to think that it's my own experience. So the first people I meet are anybody who's willing to talk to me. And then as you learn, as you grow, you kind of understand who is where, who knows what, and how they can connect you, and how you can connect them. And of course, I always approach uh, anybody who I'm contacting with, uh, it, my approach is always, how can I help you? What can I do for you? You know, And that's one of the reasons why we started this podcast, right? There are a lot of people out there that can benefit from our experience in real estate. So how can we help them? Yeah, one of, one of the most fulfilling things for me is, is to have a contact and, and actually be able to utilize them or, or help them even in their career path. Maybe we, we don't, uh, help each other or maybe we don't directly impact each other, but, but, you know, so-and-so needs a guy that, that does, uh, that does real estate law. And I know a guy through networking and, and you get to make another connection there and it just continues to grow your network. And what I found also, uh, along those same lines is that when you approach people with, uh, the idea or the inclination to help them, it, it comes back around to you. Even if you don't get something from them today, you know, a year from now, I've had people two years from now call me back and say, hey, you know what? You're, you're in real estate now. Um, I've had friends from Chicago who I've known for 30 years and now they're calling me asking me, hey, we want to invest in one of your deals. And, and I never asked them to invest. I never said anything, but we have what what I have been doing is we've been sending out articles, we've been sending out resources, we've been putting out YouTube videos just to educate people. Yeah, and it's so important too to keep in mind that always treat these contacts with with the highest regards and, and with class and even if it's something that you don't foresee yourself utilizing you know, carry yourself well, because you never know where they're going to be in a few years. And and if you treat everybody well and treat everybody how you want to be treated, you're much more likely to, to give valuable contacts. Yeah. And, 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 you know, if you, if you always go in with the mindset of, I want to help people, I want to, uh, I'll go out of my way to, to help somebody, even though it doesn't benefit me directly, it always has a way of coming back. The universe brings it back to you. So the third thing, the third habit, so Starting from the top again, you know, you've got your plan, you've got your network. Now your network has helped you to identify which asset class. So now you need to start focusing, focus on that asset class. Yeah, no, I think uh, speaking of focus, I'm having a hard time not focusing on this feral. <laughs> um, it's really smooth. Um, I'm getting a, a really a lot of leather, maybe a little coffee. 
um, and just a little bit of sweetness, almost almost like a frappuccino sweetness. It's um, it's a really good smooth uh, smooth cigar so far. Yeah, no, I like it. It's very mellow. It's mellowing out now. Um, I am getting a lot of leather, a uh, little bit of pepper, uh, but I am actually not getting any of the sweetness. That's interesting. Different palates, right? So, <clears throat> getting back to focusing, right? And the reason focusing is so important is because people like to jump around in whatever is making money for that period. And for me, that becomes detrimental because now you're trying to be a jack of all trades and the master of none. It's very difficult to do. Um, It's very easy to get into the habit of follow the money. Uh, And it's hard to stay focused. It's hard to stay in your niche if your niche may be struggling a little bit. But just keep that focused, and just like everything, the tides will turn in your favor again, and and focus on what makes you money and what helps you get to your 10-year vision the quickest. Yeah, and and, you know, um, it's very important that you pick one thing, you'll learn it really, really well, you get good at it, and you don't focus on anything else, right? So if that one thing is single-family homes, if that one thing is multifamily homes, if it's, you know, stocks, if it's options trading, you know, I looked at a bunch of different asset classes. Uh, and and even, even up until last year, we were looking at value add properties versus development. And we decided to focus on development. Yeah, no, I think definitely keeping a sharp focus, be an expert in what you do, right? It gets really hard for people to take advantage of you. It gets really hard. Um, it's just a really, it actually way more challenging than it seems. You think, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to develop multifamily uh, developments and it's really easy to get sidetracked. So sometimes, I mean, even, even Jay and I have to remind ourselves, yeah, that's a good deal. However, you know, that's just not what we do. Right. And, uh, and, and, and don't get me wrong. Just because you focused on something, just because you've learned uh, everything there is to know, uh, there are going to be some down years, right? You may not be able to get into a single family home that year just because the economy is not there. But when you're focused and you have creative, you have, you have, you're using your imagination and your creativity, you'll figure a way out. You'll, you'll get the deals. It's just that, you know, when you focus on something, it works a lot better. Yeah. The deals are always there. They may be slower. They may not be as lucrative, you just have to be creative in your own niche and 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 dig in and that's why you want to be an expert in your field cuz you're going to find you're going to find where the money's at even even in slow times absolutely so the next habit that i want to talk about is discipline so now you're focusing on an asset class right so you've got your plan you've got your network that's going to help you figure out which asset class to go into. You focused on that asset class. Now you have to get to work, right? This is where the rubber meets the road. You have to have discipline to be able to learn everything about that and the dis- about that asset class. And the discipline is not just about the asset class, right? Um, most all successful people that I've read about are up at five o'clock in the morning. And I know you, even on vaca- when you're out on vacation, you're up at five o'clock in the morning. This is true. I am too, actually. So, um, you know, people who are successful are up early. They get a they get a head start on the day, 
and they have a routine. You know, I get up in the morning, I go hit the gym, I work out, I get some breakfast, and I get to work. Um, so that discipline is very, very important. Well, I, I think that focus and discipline sometimes can be lumped into the same category. And I like specifically that you broke them out because they're, to me, they're two different things. Uh, the discipline is the execution of your focus. And I really like that you broke them out. And I think that the discipline can be challenging because of everyday things in your life. And how much time do you want to devote for your success? Um, are you currently employed somewhere else and you're having to do this on the side to, to build it up so you can do it full time? Um, and, and I know we talked a little bit about that on our last podcast. Uh, the discipline part is, is the execution of your plan. Yeah, it's very important to, to develop a routine. And again, the discipline is not just in the work that you do, but to maintain a healthy lifestyle, to maintain good mental health. Uh, to be charitable, to help other people. So that discipline is, it makes you a, a more well-rounded person. And the focus is, you're correct. The focus is what you're going to be, um, uh, what you're going to be doing. And the discipline is the actual execution, the day to day. And the most important thing that I've learned is everything you do on a daily basis should either bring you one step closer to your 10 year goal or one step further away. And so you evaluate everything you're going to do, or at least I do, I evaluate everything I'm going to do with that measure. Is this thing that I'm doing today bringing me closer to my goal or taking me further away from my goal? So I have the good fortune of having a lot of conversations with Jay, and he didn't just throw these together uh, haphazardly. He actually does live his life this way, and it can be quite entertaining at times. Entertaining is a good word, <laughs> but the discipline is important, you know, and uh, without the discipline, you just have chaos, right? And we, we discussed this in our last podcast too, people who have said to me, um, you know, we, I work a 40 hour job. Well, if you do the math, we discussed this in the last podcast and you can look at it. You actually have a lot of time as long as you're not wasting time. Well, and that's just it. That's why each of these five uh, habits are so important because I know some people that are incredibly disciplined and, but, but they're, they're working really hard at nothing and it's because they lack focus. Um, and, and so I think you really do have to be successful in each of these five categories that we're going to discuss today to reach your 10 year goal or your 15 year goal or whatever your goal happens to be. Okay. So the last habit of successful people, uh, that I've, seen across the board is reading, right? So read, 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 read everything you can get your hands on, especially everything that you're trying to learn about. So if you're trying to learn about the stock market or you're trying to learn about multifamily or you're trying to learn about single family, read everything that you can find. There is, there's so much truth to that. And, and reading the things that impact that the economy that impacts your niche or your asset class whatever whatever it has to do and anything that touches your niche you really need to focus on read educate yourself uh, ask questions don't be afraid to ask questions uh, about something you don't know and that goes back to your networking right get surround yourself with people that have strengths in maybe some of the areas that you have weakness yeah and i you know i'm an avid reader i read a lot 
and I don't just read about real estate and I don't just read about finance. You know, I read history. I read, uh, I read a great book, uh, by Robert uh, Cialdini called Influence on how, um, how the human mind, how people get influenced by different things, by different variables. It's a great book on just human psychology. And so relevant and so important in today's society, right? Yeah. And then in addition to just reading books, I read the newspapers, right? Or they're not newspapers, they're digital now. But, you know, Wall Street Journal, Washington Post, The Economist, Barron's. Uh, there's so many of these different types of, of, of uh, publications. Uh, and there's so much news, news available. It's, it's all available on our phones now. But you have to constantly read to just understand what's going on in the world around you, in the economy, and just in people's lives. Well, these are five habits of success that that we put together, and I really hope you you take them to heart and um, kind of look at yourself and where you're at and just get started. Uh, get off the couch, reach your goals, reach your dreams. Um, you know, if you want to educate yourself a little bit more, go to albanyparkcapital.com. We've got some articles. Hit us up on our social media, our YouTube. Uh, I really hope that uh, that you got something out of this uh, podcast today. Thank you for joining us, everybody.